0: So welcome, welcome, welcome to another epic, epic, I mean epic, <laughs> episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. I'm your hostess, with the mostess, Gaia Morissette. And today, before I get into all the logistics and things like that, I'm going to talk about and share... Um, my experiences with my sexuality around sleeping with women. And so here's a content warning. I'm going to talk about girl on girl action. I'm going to talk about same sex. I'm going to talk about being in relationships with women. So if that makes you incredibly uncomfortable, um, then I lovingly say goodbye to you right now. Um, everybody else, sit back and wait and enjoy the ride of the good, the bad, the ugly of Guy's adventure in her sexuality, her sexual orientation. Okay, so for those who don't, haven't met me, I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist. I am a BDSM uh, wellness guide, a high priestess of divine sexual magic and elemental magics. And I make sex safe. I make pleasure safe. I make sex better. And I help people take their lives to the next level. And I do this through speaking training and coaching. And I believe with every cell of my being that... In order to have a happy, healthy, wealthy, epic, orgasmic life, you need to fully embrace the human experience, sexual wellness, and letting go of fear, shame, and guilt, and self-loathing. All right, let's go on our adventure. So, ah, all right. So when I was a young lass... (laughs) Okay, so we're going to give you some numbers here because if you've seen pictures of me or you're watching me right now live and I'm going to start talking about math, you're going to be like, what? There's no way that that happened 27 years ago. So I'm 44 and the reason I look so young and vibrant is because of all the laughter and orgasm in my life. So if you want to look younger too, hang out with me more often (laughs) and we can teach you how to do that. All right. so. When I was a young lass, I really, 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 really struggled with my sexual orientation. Um, When I was really young, I found that I was very much attracted to women. Well, at that time I was a child, or I was a girl, so I was very much attracted to girls. And while I was attracted to girls, um, I felt bad and dirty and wrong and shame and all these things because. when I was young, uh, heterosexuality was the only option. And if you weren't hetero, then there was something disgusting and wrong with you. Plus, I grew up in northern Ontario. So in a small town where, you know, it wasn't very liberated on any level. So I kind of had this imprinting about how I was this awful human being because I found the girls pretty. I also found the boys pretty too, (laughs) but I found the girls pretty. And part of my sexual exploration when I was young, you know, that stage where I show you mine and you show me yours stage. Now, mine was a little advanced because of my trauma and my sexual interference um, as a child. But, you know, I explored a lot of, you know, sleepovers and, you know, girl- exploration and touching each other's parts and looking at each other's parts and all those kind of things. But I want to share with you the first time I consciously, kind of as I was 17 turning 18, um, and the first time I had actual sex with a woman. Okay, you ready? I'm going to check in with everybody. For everybody who's watching or listening to this episode, uh, you know, after the fact, um, you know, if you have any more, if you have any questions, feel free to, you know, email them to Gaia at secondliving.com. For everybody who's live with me right now, I'm going to go check in and see if anybody has any questions, any comments. Oh, good morning, everybody. Hello, Leah. Hello, Dana. I love you all. You're all amazing. All right, let's get into me having sex with ladies. (laughs) Okay, so I started to fantasize, and this is before I actually had sex with a woman. So I started to fantasize about sleeping with girls, and the first time – a boy, I I was, how old was I? I was 15. And my boyfriend at the time, so I lost my virginity when I was 14, just to give you a framework here, right? Um, So when I was 15, I was with this incredible lover who was 18. And his whole mission in life was to give me the ultimate orgasm until I, you know, passed out. And we'll talk about him on another episode. He has, we have some, I have some really good juicy stories about him. how he turned me into the sex help participate in making me the orgasmic goddess that I am but for this point anyways he had mentioned his desire to see me with another woman and I I remembered my reaction my reaction was like "Ew, that's disgusting that was awful now meanwhile well I I'm like masturbating and having all of these fantasies about sleeping with women, but I couldn't admit it. I couldn't admit it to anybody. I couldn't admit it to myself. I couldn't admit it to him. So, and I felt bad because again, remember, I grew up in Northern Ontario and you know, and there was one lesbian girl in our school and um, all the other girls made fun of her because she was a lesbian it was it was it, it was not okay it was just not okay to not be heterosexual period the end and it was somewhat dangerous to not be so there was a lot of homophobia homophobia okay so I then ha- get a new boyfriend because that's what happens when you're you know 15 16 years old 17 years old <laughs> You go through them. Well, I did, anyways. I went through them like you know, uh, you know, some girls wear panties. <laughs> we'll talk about that on another episode where I don't. <laughs> but anyways, um, and while I was with this boyfriend, I fought and he was the, actually my first. Um, so I lost my virginity to this boy. Then I found the boy that you know liberated me. And then I came back to this boy my, that I lost my virginity with. And so um, I'm with this boy and um, I decide, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him, right? I've, I've now seen enough porn and spent enough time with men, you know, guys. And, you know, they seem to think it's really hot and sexy, this concept of, you know, two women together. And so I decide I'm going to risk probably picked the wrong person to risk with. (laughs) Actually, I did pick the wrong person to risk with. So I told him about my fantasies that I was having and things like this. And he looked at me with the utmost disgust. It was this horrendous thing that I could possibly desire and want. And to even look at the, he couldn't even look at me. That's how disgusted he was. And he didn't really touch me for a couple of days, which is saying a lot, because at that age, um, we couldn't keep our hands off of each other. And so I was so confused because I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So. I, at the time I was going to therapy and I was um, doing some healing work of healing my trauma and things like that. And my therapist was a lesbian. So I thought, Oh, this will be like the person, the perfect person to talk to about what's going on with me. Cause I was fantasizing about really, really all the time. Like, so my boyfriend would be eating me out and I would Think he was a girl, and when he would when he would have intercourse with me, I would fantasize that it was a girl wearing a strap on. Like it was affecting. It was it was a huge, and the only way that I could get off was if I was thinking about that it was a female that I was actually engaging sexually with. And so I went to my therapist at the time, who was a lesbian, and I was telling her about what was going on, and of course you think that this would be a good conversation, but no, no, no. It goes horribly wrong <laughs> yet again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at how, how many of these horribly, horrible conversations I ended up having. So anyways, so I tell her about it and she's like, well, that's because you're, you're attracted to women because your mother didn't love you enough. And I was like, what? I mean, yes, it's true. My mother didn't love me enough. However, I don't think that has anything to do with why I want to have sex with women. And I thought, and this made no sense to me because I'm like, so if that makes you a lesbian and you only sleep with women, then your mom must not have really loved you at all. (laughs) So I said to her, I said, did your mom mom not love you? Well, no, she loved me very much. Well, then why why do you sleep with women? She's like, well, that's not what we're talking about. So I left my therapist's office more confused and felt more icky and had more, felt more disgusted than I did before I started this adventure when I was just like in the closet by myself. So fast forward about six months, maybe a year, and I've been living with this. By myself, and again i 'm you know i haven 't talked to my boyfriend about it again, but I am definitely um, only fantasizing about sleeping with women every time we have sex and so i 'm hanging out with a girlfriend of mine, and we 're talking about sex and our sexual experiences with you know boys and and, you know, um, I say to her really uncomfortably, I'm like, have you ever thought about having sex with a girl? And she kind of giggles. And she's like, why? Have you? And I'm like, well, I'm like, all right, worst case scenarios. I mean, I've already had really two horrible conversations about this. This one can't get any worse. So <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I as well? I'm like... Um, yes, yes, I have. And she's like, ah, and she was relieved. And so she stops and she's like, yes, me too. And that's it. That's all we said about it. But I felt good because she didn't like, she didn't like freak out and she didn't accuse me of being disgusting. And I'm like, okay, we're making progress. Yay. So I used to hang out over at her house and have sleepovers all the time. And this, and we used to share a bed. And so I don't know, maybe a month and a half after it, it was, it wasn't right away. So anyways, we're laying in bed together and we're having a sleepover. And she says to me, she's like, what are you thinking about? And in that moment, of course, I was thinking about, do I bring up, I want to have sex with her or not? <laughs> And so I'm like, huh, might as well risk this. So I turned to her and I'm like, I was thinking about whether or not I wanted to have sex with you. (laughs) And I said, what are you thinking about? She's like, I'm thinking about whether I want to have sex with you. And so we start talking about whether or not we're going to have sex with each other. And as we start, like when we first started, we were laying side by side in the bed. As we started to talk, we started getting further and further and further and further away from each other. Um, By the time we had decided we were going to have sex with each other, we were almost on the, we're on the opposite ends of the bed and we had almost fallen off the bed. (laughs) So she's like, okay, well, where do we start? How do we start? How do we get into this? And I'm like, well, when we have sex with boys, we start with kissing. I'm like, but maybe before we start kissing, maybe we should get closer. (laughs) each other. <laughs> so So there we go. We get in and so then we try to kiss, but it's so weird and awkward and I'm like I'm like we keep bumping each other's heads and I'm trying to turn my head one way and she's turning her head the same way and and I'm like and it's not going well at all. And we bump heads and we start laughing and and I said, "Well, she's like, this is a, so, it's easy when we kiss boys, what's going on? I said, well, because we're both pretending to be, we're doing the role that the girls be like we turn our head one way and the boys turn their head the other way. So, um, I said, okay, which way do you want to turn your head and I'll turn my head the other way. So we end up, you know, figuring that out and kissing out, kissing and making out. So that was kind of, it was nice. Right. Once we figured it out. And then she's like, okay, he's like, well, now what should we do? And I'm like, well, um, maybe one of us should go down on the other. (laughs) I'd like some oral sex. She's like, okay, well, who's going to go first? I'm like, all right, well, I'll take one for the team. I go down and I'm going down on her and you know I'm like I'm down there I'm like I don't know what I'm doing and she's not really making much sounds and it's totally awkward and weird and and uh you know afterwards you know I'm like How was that she's like well it was it's okay she's like all right I'll, it's my turn I'm like all right So she's down there, same thing. She doesn't know what she's doing. It's awkward and weird. And back then, I didn't know about communicating. I mean, I think I was doing pretty good in the communication department as it is (laughs) navigating this whole adventure. And so, you know, she didn't get me off. And I was highly orgasmic. So it's like, it was bad. (laughs) It's just awkward, weird, and bad. And um, but so... Experient, like experimental right like just like oh what do we do now right and so innocent which was really quite beautiful so then at the end then we finished you know having oral sex and and then we rolled over and we went to bed and and then we never talked about it ever we hung out we spent time together we even had more sleepovers but we never mentioned the time we had sex together. And then like six, eight months goes by. And one day she's like, hey, you want to have sex again? (laughs) I was like, okay. Now this time it did go better. It wasn't spectacular. It was definitely not epic, but it definitely was better. But again, we never talked about it again. And we were friends for a long time afterwards but we never talked about it so I think on some level looking back on that there was still some some level of of shame or guilt or something and not really fully embracing it so I go off into the world and I knew that I really enjoy. I mean it wasn't really good sex but neither was when I first started having sex with boys so I was like ah I'm dedicated to making this better, <laughs> but I, I knew that I enjoyed it. So I had embraced it at that point and I realized that I was bisexual and I fall in love. We fast forward. I'm in a relationship with a man who I love dearly. And I'll talk about this later uh, on another uh, episode, but just, so I end up falling in love with a woman and we have our, and we have our relationship. And let me tell you, having a, as a woman, having a relationship with another woman, um, is very complicated and complex. (laughs) It's not like being in a relationship with a man at all. And so I then have a series of, you know, relationships with women, relationships with men, sometimes both at the same time, and me being non-monogamous and exploring um, polyamory and swinging and all sorts of things like that. But, um, I end up going to college and while I'm in college, um, I, you know, fully embrace the fact that I'm bisexual and the program that I was in was a working with abuse, women and children advocacy program. And we taught, it was a feminist based program. And so we talked a lot about, you know, lesbian feminism and heterosexual feminist theory and, um and bisexuality was only ever listed in in a sexual orientation like no one ever talked about bisexuality never no one ever talked about the struggles of being bisexual um and so while i was in school it it dawned on me that the bisexuals we we hit we basically when we were in the the lesbian community or the homosexual community we we presented as you know gay and when we were in the straight world we presented as straight and so there was no voice for bisexuality and all that went along with the the struggles of that and and the acceptance of that or the, the rejection of that and and so i became this spokesperson <laughs> So I became this, like, really vocal bisexuality spokesperson um, for my program and, you know, doing talks and all sorts of things. So my journey with bisexuality has been an adventure. And, you know, for me, being bisexual means... Um, Now, I actually don't identify, I mean, identify as bisexual, but I also now identify as pansexual because I'm open beyond just to the both genders, both there's many other possibilities and I'm open to all of those possibilities of finding attraction and sexual exploration and, and love and relationships um, more than just uh, with men or women. Um, You know, there's trans community and, you know, non-binary community and all sorts of things. And so I now identify as pansexual, but when I, you know, was on my adventure with being bisexual, Hey Fred, um, I was. It, it was a journey, and it was it was a hard journey, and it was a lonely journey. And because we didn't communicate, we didn't we didn't we didn't recognize each other, um, we didn't honor each other, we didn't um, say, hey, you know, let's talk about what struggles it is to be bisexual, and 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 there's many, 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 many struggles. Um, that are even more so for for men that identify as bisexual um, you know culturally anyways in North American culture um, with the the porn industry and you know girl-on-girl action being you know something that's really hot and sexy it's been sexualized and so because it's been sexualized it's definitely more uh, societally accepted and so as a bisexual woman, that's kind of hot and sexy to even a lot of heterosexual men. Um, but to be a bisexual male, um, even in the swinging world, um, there's still a lot of stuff. Now it's gotten better because we were a lot more, you know, culturally we've become more liberated, you know, and more educated. So yay yes, <laughs> as a culture, but it's still there. So Yeah, so those are my adventures of, you know, coming, you know, know, coming of age into my sexual orientation, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed going on this little adventure with me and learning about my evolution. Um, I have many more stories um, about some crazy stuff, like the first time some woman asked me to fist her, (laughs) and... (laughs) my adventures into swinging and uh yeah you know my you know adventures of my coming of age uh you know with the first lover who you know um he has some really good stories we got food play he he was a part of my food play cake and part of my bondage and bdsm and all sorts of you know helping me be a multiply orgasmic goddess so uh, there's lots and lots of stories that are going to come out of me from my orgasmic life. Um, so stay tuned. Now, if you're like, I want to, so, so these are, you know, it's beautiful when I can share my own individual stories um, with you and really come up kind of help you understand how I became the orgasmic goddess that I am and why I am so good at my job as a holistic sexual wellness specialist and can help people to awaken and become more alive and finding, embracing their orgasmic life and pleasure and all these things is because I have been on the adventure myself. And so that's why I share, show up and share these stories with you. <laughs> And let's be honest, a lot of you are voyeurs, and they, you guys like to hear my juicy stories. So if you want to spend more time with me, plus I have all sorts of Fantastic courses, online courses, both guided and self-study, so you can learn more about these topics of how you can dive into awakening your sexuality and your sexual orientation and all the juicy possibilities that goes along with becoming orgasmic. Um, you know, visit me at succulentliving.com, and if you want to follow me on uh, social media, I'm everywhere under Gaia Morissette, and. Start, if this is like the first time, if you're watching me, great. If you, you should listen to my podcast this way you can download me and take me everywhere while you're working out in the gym, while you're driving in your car, while you're working at, you know, at your, you know, job that, you know, you can just download me and put me in your, you know, you can listen to my juicy, sexy, happy, joyful voice and you can find me again, the podcast is called My Orgasmic Life. And you can find me on all the major, all the major podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and there's a zillion other one platforms that I'm on. So come join, subscribe, like, whatever, whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. And remember, my orgasmic life. Mm. Have a juicy day. And who knows what I'll talk about next time. Bye-bye.